Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Chicago, what do you say? It's the CHO Cubs postgame show podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download the app. Use the promo code CHGO when you sign up. Luke Stuckmeyer and Mr. Jared Willis. And the chat has already forgotten about playing the Reds. It's over. Never happened. Matthew Gregory says, I don't remember a thing about it. It never happened. The Cubs now have the possibility of being swept by the Reds and then sweeping the best team in baseball. I said it while we were watching the game <laughs> earlier, that if, if anything could sum up baseball in six games, That's it. it would be that. You get swept by the Reds at home, you turn around and you, and you sweep the Rays. Maybe, depending on how tomorrow goes. Not only have they beaten the Rays in back-to-back games, they've held the best team in baseball to one run, one great starting performance, another good starting performance, and then the bullpen, of all things, has been yeah. lights out tonight. Yeah, well, and that was the, we talked about it before the game, but, you know, you wanted to get as much as you could from Kyle Hendricks because <laughs> once you turn this thing over to the bullpen, especially against the Rays, you're thinking, uh, this is when you kind of watch through your fingers, that sort of thing. And then, sure enough, bullpen comes in there and just yeah. really locks it down. Like, they weren't they were never in a jam. They were never, nope. you know, things were never looking dicey at all. No. Christian, by the way, uh, in the chat says, has Alzlai earned the closer role? We'll get to that in a minute, but that is a good question. Uh, Becky says, the Brewers also lost. Chat, feeling good. Uh, I see we got 11 likes. Make sure you hit the like button on the way in and the like button on the way out. Uh, Barb says, get Jared his beer bat and his Daisy Dukes. That's in reference to Cody Shorts. Okay, I can do one of those things. You're going to do the beer bat. I'll do the beer bat. Well, we call this a pinch hit. Yes. You're pinch hitting. pinch hitting. All right. I was not going to do the beer bat. Jared usually leaves the ballpark. With a big old stogie, and then you tell us what what's there. Well, so you got the stogie, but I've got the we stogie. decided smoking the stogie, filling in for Cody wasn't the right call because we're worried that the sprinkler system would go off and we'd get in big trouble. So instead, Jared has agreed to drink out of the possibly contaminated, dirty beer bat. Cody, this better be clean. Definitely contaminated beer bat. Barb says, please, please sanitize the beer bat. Yeah. Garrett says, you will be doing both, sir. Well, I do, I do have the, I don't know if you guys saw it earlier. I've got the uh, post-game cigar, too, but we won't light that in here. Hey, so you, you have, that's one of those you got to clip? Yeah, I got to. It's not like a Swisher We might, We might light it in here. Just you got to wait. You got to watch all the way till the end to find out. All right. Tell Jared, Doug says, tell Jared that the trick to chugging the beer bats is the poor, not the chug. There's a, I will say there's a, lot, a large foam head on I'm this a beer little, bat. I'm not going to lie. I'm a little nervous about that. So you might want to yeah. let it set. You might want to let it set for a couple minutes and see if that. We'll give it a second. Don't tell Cody that I did this. Craig says over or under 15 seconds. With that foam, over. Oh, my, my, yeah. <laughs> I'd be going over. There's some, I don't know if you guys can see that real well, but there's some serious foam on this thing. Uh, Super Chat from Ramsey says, I don't care who, you have to pinch for Mancini there. So even in a win, 
can always find something wrong with what <laughs> happened in this game. Here's what went right. Number one, and just like the uh, graphics at the beginning, Kyle Hendricks picked up his first win in almost a year. Yeah. Right? 11. How many days, Joey? 334? 334 days between wins. You said before the game, what, five innings is what you were looking for? I said, Yeah, I said if you he could it. give us twice through the order, five innings, three runs, I'll feel pretty good about that. And he, he was better. Three. I mean, yeah. he was one run, five innings, and I, I was – was it three full times through the order? Um, I don't know if it was full times, but he was definitely into the third into time the third. through the order. So, yeah, that's, I mean, exceeded what I was even hoping for. Um, so very, very encouraging start from Kyle Hendricks. You know, if you're trying to think down the road what he can do for the rotation yeah. as far as stabilizing things, you get, you get a, a performance like that, That's and he, you know, continues to build on that, maybe goes a little deeper in the game next time. And he definitely benefited from some really solid defense behind him, but that's always sort of been his his profile. So right. that, that's not like new or different from him necessarily. Well, Niren says Kyle pitched smart, but not great. And I think JD kind of tried to hint toward that at the end of Kyle's pitching, saying that the Rays hit him harder than the Reds did. He, yeah. But... Here's the deal. The defense was better, definitely better in this game than it was in his first start. Yeah. So the first start shouldn't have been as bad as it was. The second start, like you said, that's that's who he is. Yeah. He pitches to contact just like Stroman, and the Cubs have built this middle of the infield. Say it had a great play, but that's what they've done for guys like Stroman right. and Hendricks. Gobble up the grounders. Throw him over to first. Yes, he did benefit from it, but that's what he has built a career on. <laughs> yeah. And, Knowing and I, how to pitch. And I don't think we should say, you know, saying that he, he didn't pitch well, but he, he pitched smart but not well, as if that's like a criticism. I mean, that's, that's a veteran pitcher who has always been a smart pitcher. Yeah. So, you know, that's, he knows himself and he knows how he's going to get outs and how he's going to get wins. And so him doing that tonight, that's just Kyle being the kind of pitcher that, that made him the professor. You know, the Kyle Hendricks that was such an important part of that rotation through those, those really good years back 2015, 2016, 2017. Uh, Kyle Hendricks, five innings, one earned run, six hits, three walks, three strikeouts. Yeah, the three walks, I mean, there was traffic. What did we say, six base runners the first yeah, six, three innings? six base runners through the first uh, six innings. And, you know, nine base runners altogether. That's, to limit that to one run, that's, that is a lot of defense for sure. But that's also him not giving up the, you know, the home run ball, which was an issue for him 2021 last year before he, you know, before his season was done because of his shoulder I mean, that, this was the kind of night where he could have been really susceptible right. to that if he wasn't careful. So he deserves, you know, he deserves some real credit for the way he pitched. I, I hear what you're saying, Niren. Niren in the chat, uh, here every single show, says he was crafty, but he's not good yet. He may never be that guy again. I don't, I don't yeah. know if he's going to be that guy again. He may be that guy only a couple games. I just know if, if this is my fifth starter which is what you're looking at, Kyle, for however long he's here, whether that's part of this season, the rest of this season, mm-hmm. somehow beyond that, he's probably a fifth starter. Yeah. And mm-hmm. the last two outings represent a fifth starter to me. Yeah. Right. And, and if, you, if there's upside beyond that, then I'm okay with that. So right. it'll be interesting to see. We talked pregame about if and when the trade deadline comes and they sell off and Stroman's situation that if he if he doesn't sign an extension, he's likely a guy you trade because you can't let him get away for nothing. But if he signs an extension, then you probably trade Kyle Hendricks if he's pitching well enough. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean that's right. That, like that's just the reality. I don't think you. Yeah. I don't think both guys are on the team next year. No, I don't. No, probably not. So, yeah, those are like we talked about pregame. You're making your decision about Strowman within the next couple of months. That's you know this this may play a factor as well, depending on how he looks over his next few starts. Um, and yeah, I mean you don't want to oversell his performance tonight because there, there was definitely like, he got a little lucky a couple of times. Um, there was some really strong defense behind him, you know, so there's a lot of credit to go around, but again, I feel like some of the people in the chat are being more critical of Hendricks than maybe he deserves. Cause my tonight, opinion for is sure. tonight, given all the circumstances, his second start after being out for really almost a year, there's not a lot that you can really complain about. Patience is not uh, the forte of the chat person or Twitter. No, no yes, or any no, and places. it's no offense to the chat because we love you and we're the same way. But it's just, yeah, you know, I understand it. You know, it sounds like we all need beer. Bad, it's ready. Look at the beer foam's bat. down. It's all right. ready. Okay, all right, get your stop. Hold on, hold on, ready. hold on, hold on. Filling in. Hold on. Filling in for Mister Del Mendo. Cody, this one's for you. He does do dedications. Okay, so if you well, want to dedicate to family members or if you'd like to dedicate strictly to Cody or, if, you know, if you want to dedicate it to your first beer, whenever that was, or if you want to dedicate it to the cigar that you're going to smoke on the way home. So you're giving me too many options. Giving you, giving you some ideas. Your I don't son, know. maybe. I tell you what. To Joey. If you want to dedicate to Joey. I'm going to dedicate this Goose Island full pocket Pilsner um, to Cody. Because to Cody. This is his thing, and Cody, we love you, and uh, I'm, you have big shoes for me to fill here. All right, hold on. All right. Here when you first hit your lips, I hit, I hit start. All right. I've never done this before out of a beer bat, for the record. Here's Jared here Wells go. trying to do a beer bat chug. Luke has the official time. I have the official time. He's off. It started. It started. He's underway. You got to keep in oh, mind. Wow, wow. He's, he's got making, a little wow, bit in the beard, holy. but that holds it. It holds it. It holds it. It holds he's it. Giving Cody a run he's giving for his Cody money a here. run for his money. Del Mendo's in trouble. Up. He's got to tilt up oh, at the end there. Oh, he's down. he slowed down at the end. Tough. Look at him. Oh, Jared Willis. That is a great first-time effort. Ooh. 20.02. I got 19.02, yeah. but as rocky as the official <laughs> timer. It's that last. Uh... <laughs> I could see the water in his eyes. Saying, yeah, it was that tough. Was, he that was it. not as easy to keep down as no. I thought it was, it was like be. a. Uh, it was like you know he breezed through the first seven oh, innings and he, you, you know, were on pace yeah. for a record. An he came back. Record, all of a sudden, the handle came. He came back That's, around I, I that third time through the lineup here, and it's like oh, I'm. He got he got down to the Patrick Wisdom knob. Yep, and that's a lot of beer still there. I tell you, that's definitely a. Uh, there, I'm sure there's technique involved in this. Not that I want to spend a lot of time. You have to do a good cleaning on the beard now. Wash it good. <laughs> Wash it up. Yes. Craig it, said over 15 seconds was a lock. I think that's fair. It's my first time. Uh, I listen. Doug Doug says for first try that was damn good. Cody was Thank like you, two minutes on the first one. Two minutes. Yeah, he didn't know what to do. Then he almost vomited. No question about it. And then he was burping. I can, a lot of burping. Yeah. I'm feeling a little bit of that right now. Rhonda says, good job. Barb says, please use extra Listerine tonight. <laughs> huh. <laughs> I, it was solid effort. 20 seconds yeah. is a solid, solid effort. Joey has cleaned the beer bat and Got that placed thing it clean, back. And it's sanitized. Cody, it's ready for you. Hopefully after another win tomorrow. That was that was a, that was a nice pinch hit, and a and a shout out to Cody, who I believe is back tomorrow. Um, yeah, so the Hendricks, I thought both for me both starts were I don't I don't know if acceptable is the right word, but you'll take it. That's why I say yeah. acceptable. You'll take it for a guy who hadn't pitched in a year. It's his first win since June 30th of last year. Um, he looked, he looked yeah. okay these last two starts. And not only that, but a guy who had not pitched really all that well for 
a year and a half. I mean, you know, he, he was not not looking at all like himself in 2021. And for a lot of his starts in 2022, um, not, you know, not like the Kyle that we were used to. Right. So not only has he been out for a year, but he's he hasn't really been, looked like Kyle Hendricks since like 2020. And Jared, the team he did it against. The Rays, the best Don't team in baseball. Don't forget, the Rays are the best team in baseball. So not only did he go five innings, one run, he went five innings, one run against the best team in baseball. Yeah. Like hands down best team. So that's, uh, yeah, I, I think acceptable feels like the, the right word because there's, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of factors in this start. And I don't know, I might even go beyond acceptable. I go back to what I said in the first place. This was better than what I was looking for from him. So Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. And I know that uh, in, the, in the clubhouse, these wins carry a lot of weight because I know teammates were just excited to see him back there after a year of grinding to try and even get back to the mound. Mm-hmm. So um, that's, it's a big thing. And it, you know, I think some of the momentum, we talk about momentum, momentum in baseball, some of the good vibes from Stroman's start carried over in this game. Yeah. Right into Nico's home. First pitch, Nico hits a home run. It carries over. You get the early lead for him, and then he gets out of trouble So for the second time. So I like that. As far as the bullpen goes, I can't remember who brought up the, the question earlier in the chat, and thanks to everybody who's joined in. Um, I've said all season I'd like to see Alzali at some point get a shot to be the closer. Yeah. Back to Cubs convention when he told us. Right. I said, what about, a, what about a close role? And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said, of all the things, whether to be a starter, middle reliever guy, closer, what would, what would be, get, you, get the vibes going? What would really get you amped up? And he's like, closer. Didn't hesitate a second. Closer. Yeah. Wanted to be a closer. Did you see his emotion after the game? Oh, yeah. He was feeling it. He was feeling into it. that. And this was a... a Two innings save. Yes. Two innings, again, against the Rays. And to protect a one-run lead, um, so if you're, you know, looking for the moments where is, is he showing you that he can handle this job, it's hard. You, I don't think you can make an argument against it based on what you saw tonight. Two really great innings against the best team in baseball. And right after your offense had had an opportunity to really pile on some insurance runs and came up short, um, which I know, you know, there's, I've seen in the comments some frustration about that, which mm-hmm. is, you know, that's valid, that's fair. But uh, to come in and two innings to just shut things down. If, if I'm David Ross, I'm giving some serious thought to Alzali in that closer role because my belief is that part of what has made the bullpen, a part of what's made the bullpen struggle is the lack of like clearly defined roles. And I don't think that's necessarily a David Ross thing. I think that's just a roster construction thing. I don't know that they really, you know, he was set up to have a, a bullpen where there was, this is who my closer is, this is who my setup guy is. Um, and now you kind of have to look for that to, to start to emerge. So right. is that happening with Alzali? I think it is based on this performance at least. So. Maybe you can start to go to him in those safe spots more often and then work from there. I think a closer, I remember when the Cubs shifted Ryan Dempster to closer and the adjustments he had to make from being Mm -hmm. a starter to being a closer. And one of the reasons they tried it, he's a little quirky. Yeah. Demp's a little, Demp's Mm -hmm. a different guy, right? He's the guy that shows up in a Captain America uh, costume at a Blackhawks game and sits in the top row. Alzali's got a little, not, not like I know him, like best friends or anything, just having interacted with him, Alzali's got a little swagger to him. He's got that same, first of all, he has a positive attitude and yes. energy that should help him in times when things don't go well. Yeah. Right? He's been a guy who 
has been through some rough times trying to get to the top after being the top pitching prospect in the organization. He's had all the injuries. He's been through plenty of adversity. So a blown save on paper, you would say, might not impact this guy. Between the positive energy and the ability to have gone through some of that stuff, it kind of looks like a role that's almost built for him. And he's got a little swing and miss, which is another thing I like. Which, yeah, and I think being a successful closer is about having you know, the right, the right pitch for it. But I think a lot of it too, and, and this is sort of what you're alluding to, is, is just the, the mental makeup yeah. that a guy needs to have. And whether it's mental makeup that you're just kind of, you know, a little quirky and a little out there, somebody like Ryan Dempster, or if you've just got some of that like mental resilience and toughness that could be what Azalai has because of what he's been through, where you're right, like won't get rattled by a, a blown save, which those happen to every closer. And we'll, we'll be able to stay calm in, a, in a, a safe situation where maybe he does put a runner or two on base and has to you know, keep mm-hmm. anybody from scoring. I think, you know, not that you want to call it too early, but you're definitely, I'm seeing things that, that show me, I think he's got really serious potential to be the closer and, and deserves that consideration. Fernando Rodriguez, the super chat, did I miss the chug, was trying to leave the bleachers after getting the W, good win. Yes, you did. Jared filled in on a uh, super chug for Cody. I did my best. Uh, Jack R says, Luke and Jared, time to go out and get a roll as Chapman. Is Round this, two. Is he still pitching for Kansas City? Um, I believe so, yeah. We have a yes. We have here. a yes. All right. Um, listen, I think – I don't know this year if Cody Hoyer is that guy. I know a lot of people think he could be, including former Sox fans. I just don't think it's this season. No. So, this year, right now, if I had to close the game – Alzelay's a guy I like. Brandon Hughes is another one, but he's had injury problems himself. So I would say I like Alzelay because he could do the eighth and ninth for you. Now, he may not be your closer every night, but I love that he can give you two. Yes. And, and yes. somebody in the chat said, but we still don't have a middleman with Thompson out. We'll get to that in the next segment. There are some adjustments because I think another guy that he's not a starter, another guy that's got that swagger, but maybe might not be ready for this role yet. But you ever watch Wisniewski after a strikeout? Mm-hmm. Strut, give that strut with his of, nasty yeah. stuff. Yeah. If he can get his stuff together, and and they decide, you know what, he's more of a bullpen than a starter. Wisniewski's a guy I'd like to see in that ninth inning sometimes too. So. We'll see. They have some uh, possibilities. Rucker was the player sent down today, Becky. Um, yeah. Assad's still in the majors. Anyways, uh, it, it, this was a really good, solid game for the Cubs. Back-to-back good games. And the fact that they now have the opportunity to sweep the Rays is just a roller coaster of a 162-game season. Because after the Reds, that was the lowest of the low. And you said in pregame, could have been the tipping point. Yeah. Yeah. I Maybe think. Stroh is the tipping point, but it could have been the Reds. Right. And if, 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 if the season gets turned around, my opinion is you'll look back on that Stroman start on Monday and say that's, that's where it happened. Because it really felt to me, you know, I was there at, over, at, at Wrigley over the weekend during that Red series, especially that, that Saturday game. And it felt like this is a, a spot where this season can really start to spiral out of control. Um, and instead, you get the Stroman start, then you, mm-hmm. get, you know, get tonight's game. They're in a real position where a sweep's possible. But even if they don't, you took two out of three against the Rays before going on a long road trip. That's, that's not nothing. That's, that's a, a big deal, especially given how things looked just a couple days ago. Agreed. Uh, T-Hood9 says, agreed, Luke. He could save the season in the bullpen. Um, Doug Van Dorn says, Merriweather can bring it like 100 miles an hour. Just hadn't had much luck early bringing it over the plate. Uh, Glad he's letting it go more in the zone, daring him to hit it. Merriweather was good at what? 
don't get me wrong, it was not just Alzali. Yes. Lighter was good. Merriweather was good. The bullpen. The worst bullpen in the National League for ERA this season was real good tonight. They pitched four innings. Four very, again. That's what we were, I said in pregame. I said, your bullpen's half the game now. Yeah. Usually. If not a third, it's half the game almost. Right. And tonight they were, that was pretty much, you know, you can call that half the game. And like I said, it's, there, there wasn't a spot with that bullpen out there where you felt like, uh oh, here we go. <laughs> right. This, oh man, um, didn't happen. So that's, uh, you know, some, if, I don't know, you don't want to get ahead of yourself about things, but, it, I think there's there's more potential in this team than than people realize, especially after a bad series. Uh, I believe I saw Edward agrees with me. Smart man, smart man. Uh, how about how about the pride of Palatine, the friend Viking, Mister Talkman? He's uh, earned some playing time. He now, sure has. Cody Bellinger, we'll talk about in the next block, might be coming back soon. But man, what has this guy done to deserve to not be here? I, yeah, I mean, it's been great. He, he absolutely has because, you know, he's, he's hit well, you know, he had, he had, and what I like about the way he hits is he gives you like a really good, like quality at bats. He's giving you quality at bats. He had it, you know, a couple of hits tonight, but he plays center field. Well, I mean, he's giving you, you know, it's not Cody Bellinger level defense, but mm-hmm. You know, you're not necessarily worried with him, with him out there like you might be if Morrell was filling in for him at center field, um, at least defensively. So, yeah, the guy deserves some some credit for what he's done. And when the time comes and Bellinger's back, that's that's going to be a, a tough decision to make. I it's yeah, that's. I mean, you bring back Bellinger. I'm just saying, like, right. But like, what? It's a yeah. tough decision as far as like, given what Talkman has done. To, yeah. s- to send him back to Iowa, it's, it's hard to – just based on his performance, that's, that's hard to justify. Absolutely. Nick G says J.D. called him the Palatine Pounder. I like it. Rhonda says, I agree, Luke. Thank you. Uh, he's, he's been – he's made you think that maybe he should have been the first choice all along. When they were trying to find outfielders. Yes. He looks like an outfielder. Yes. Yes, again, like... They were putting square pegs into round holes. This is the guy who is showing you that, like, defensively, he's the guy you want as your sort of fourth, fifth outfielder, whatever, you know, wherever he fits in. But, like, defensively, that's an outfielder. And I just just love a guy that gives you a really quality at bat, even if, you know, sometimes it ends in a strikeout Mm -hmm. or whatever. Like, he sees a lot of pitches. He doesn't look... You know, against a very tough pitcher tonight, he didn't look like you know he didn't look phased by it. You right. know, he he didn't look thrown off. He was he was giving you a, you know really good at bat there and got a couple of hits tonight. I'm I'm really liking what I see from that guy. Um, all right, we're gonna hopefully talk to Ryan Herrera before the end of the podcast. He's at beautiful historic Wrigley Field, uh, but. Jared, first, tell me about the ComEd Energy Efficiency Plan. Because, by the way, the lights did play a role in this. They sure Beautiful, did. Beautiful, bright lights. So Got bright. a guy on second base that led up, ended up being the winning run. That's right. Thank um, you, ComEd, for your thank help. Thank you, ComEd, because not only did it help the, the Cubs score that go-ahead run, it helped Ian Happ break the sort of slump that he's yeah. been in. Um, but the ComEd Energy Efficiency Program is committed to helping families and businesses in the communities they serve, helping manage energy usage and lower energy bills now and into the future. Well said, Jared. Uh, ComEd offers a wide variety of incentives on lighting and other efficiency upgrades to commercial, industrial, and public sector customers of all sizes across the territory. ComEd also offers free facility assessments that can help find energy-saving opportunities like for HVAC systems, commercial kitchen equipment, or industrial processes. Luke, how does it work? Glad you asked, Jared. An authorized engineer will work with you to develop a detailed assessment plan specific to your goals and needs. They can be done in person or virtually, last about two hours, then within three to four weeks. Customers get this report. 
detailing energy efficiency projects they can start doing right away. Each recommendation includes estimated energy savings, cost savings, project costs, potential incentives, and simple payback. If you own a business, don't wait. Get started saving money and energy today for energy saving tips, lighting incentives, or to schedule your free facility assessment. Go to comed.com slash powering biz. Wait, did you say comed.com slash powering biz? That's exactly it, Jared. Schedule it today. And while you're at it, Download the Game Time app. Multitask because Game Time is the place to get tickets for. I don't care what you're going to concerts, sporting events. Maybe you're going to the Cubs game. Maybe you want to go to the the 120 game at Wrigley tomorrow. Go see a sweep go over the Rays. Could do it. Uh, yeah, I know. I've been I'm looking for Joey. I've been trying to get him a gift, and I thought you know Swifty tickets would be nice, but. That's coming up here in June. It's tough it seems, to come by. Seems a little pricey, but I'm waiting for the last minute price drops on game time. That's where it'll come through. For instance, that Cubs game tomorrow. You wait to that last minute. Maybe go to Wrigleyville. Go to Do Right in the morning. Have a donut. Linger in the area. Hang around Gallagher Way. Maybe you go to Murphy's. Have a beer. Then you hit the app. Just make a day of it. Yeah. Last minute price deals. Uh, that's where I find the best. I know that's what Cody has done many, many times. Uh, and. It's the fastest-growing ticketing app in the country for a reason. You get images of the seat that you're looking at. I just saw somebody on Twitter tonight post a picture from the White Sox game. They didn't use game time. They bought it from a scalper. Mm-hmm. They went in, and they were right behind a pole. Mm-hmm. Not going to happen with game time. They'll show you the view right from your seat. Tickets sent directly to your phone. Never have to dig through your email. Snag the tickets without stress on game time. Download the Game Time app, create an account. Most importantly, then use the code CHGO for twenty bucks off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem the code CHGO for twenty dollars off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right. So when's the last time this happened? Joey will look it up, you know, because he looks up everything for us. When's the last time? Has it ever happened in the history of the world that Nico Horner and Nick Madrigal homered on the same day? Madrigal went yard for the Iowa Cubs. Nico led off for the Chicago Cubs home run. How about that? The daily double. There can't be many times that that's happened. I would guess Um, never. If you told me tonight was a first, I would not be surprised. So Madrigal, by the way, that game got uh, postponed and I believe they're going to finish it tomorrow in Iowa. I don't know if Cody Hoyer pitched, but he was scheduled to pitch. Um, that was the plan. That's what they told that was us the plan. yesterday. Yeah. But before the game, Hayden Wesneski brought up. Mike Rucker sent down Wesneski. Now, David Rossi said plans on bullpen for now for Wesneski. It's an interesting piece. If he figured anything mm-hmm. out, he fills that void for Keegan Thompson, who's near and was saying, you know, he was overused last year. First time guy that's not uncommon. Could be it. Yeah. Could be. Yeah. And I think there's probably a little bit of uh, a certain, you know, a certain degree of the league got a lot, an extended look at him last year. And they've, you know, they've, they've adjusted, they've, they've got a, a game plan now. And so, Maybe some of the results that we saw this season were a little bit of a product of that because he did look—he looked really good last fall, mm-hmm. you know, last, back in September. But I do like the idea of him coming into the bullpen and being able to fill in as that, you know, what we thought Keegan Thompson's role was going to be. And that's not to say that Thompson won't come back at right. some point later on, but for now, at least, um, you—they don't really have that long relief guy or that guy that can maybe sometimes like piggyback a start when you need it you know when you need that to happen because there are going to be times when you know your starter only makes it into the third inning or fourth inning and you need somebody that can give you a few so I like having Wisniewski there because you you just you need that guy in your bullpen and again Given how much the Cubs bullpen has struggled, the more you can have people that you can rely on for certain roles, mm-hmm. I think that helps everybody. 
Uh, Matthew Maggio in the live chat on YouTube says, Wesneski may be devastating to the pen if his fastball is good enough with that slider. I mean, that's, about, that's it. Get those two together. I mean, he's, is his stuff good? Yes. You got to command it. Mm-hmm. When he commands it, guy's dangerous. Well, I still like yeah. him as a star. I still like him as a potential starter, but could I see him working his way back? To that starter role a la Justin Steele might be the path. It worked for Steele. In some ways, it worked for Thompson last year, you know. And then he went back to the bullpen, and that's just where he's been the best. I don't know what's going on with Keegan Thompson. I hope he figures it out. Um, but I, I, I think it's good that Wesneski's back this quickly. Yeah, it is. And, and I think that is, and I'm glad you, br- you brought up Justin Steele because I think it's important to remember that, you know, he's, Wisniewski does not have a lot of innings in the major leagues. Cool. And so it may take some time before, if he does become a starter again at some point, it, it may be, you know, maybe some time before he really like settles into that role. Because if you go back and you look at what you know, Steele's path has been to getting to where he is now. There was a little bit of back and forth there, you know, some time in the bullpen, making some starts, you know, that sort of thing. So let's be patient with the process for Wesneski because it does seem like there's some very real talent there, but let's get him to a place where he's, he's ready to, like, really put that to use. Matthew says, agree, Luke, maybe focusing on certain things in the major league pen – could help him down the line. Yeah. Um, somebody had a question that I, I thought was interesting. Or they had a comment. They said, uh, let me see if I can find it. Oh, Ramsey's. Ramsey said, Wesneski is our Kopech. Do you see any comparison between the two guys in any way? I don't know that I find it other than if they can, can, if they can have command of their pitches, they both have electric stuff. But that's, yeah. I mean, Kopech's a way bigger prospect right? when he came over to the Sox than, than Wesneski was when he came to the Cubs. Like, Kopech was, was the guy. I mean, one of the most hyped pitching prospects I think we've seen, not just in Chicago, but, like, period, in a long yeah. time. Because there was a lot of talk about, you know, if you go back to 2016 or so, that, you know, this guy could throw well over 100 miles an hour. He was, you know, he was yeah. throwing 103, stuff like that. So, you know, Kopech, there was the, – the, the hype was so much bigger. Um, so, I don't, I don't know. It's never occurred to me to think of those two as being similar to each other. Um, and I think maybe – Maybe he means an X factor. Right, like yeah, that could if, yeah, if Kopech figures it out, he really changes the White Sox rotation. If somehow Wisniewski pieced it all together, we yeah. said at the beginning of the year, all of a sudden, if that guy is scheduled to be your four, but he starts pitching right. like a one or a two, all of a sudden, but he, I believe he was like someone in the chat will know this. Wasn't he like the 16th prospect in the Yankees organization? He he was like their one of their top pitching prospects, but he was not a top five prospect for the Yankees. Right. So that's why the trade was made. And now it's, you know, it's looking better, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> but. And we'll I think see. it's, you know, yeah, it's going to take some time. Time will tell. Um, and maybe there is the possibility that he sort of works out on a similar path as what Kopech has done. And I know for White Sox fans, Kopech has been probably disappointing um overall but inconsistent for sure yeah inconsistent but so i, I it's so early on on Wisniewski that i i don't i'm, I'm a long ways off from same sentence him. yeah um cody bellinger worked in the cage and is apparently progressing even though he could have technically rules wise he could have returned already right so it's been pushed back a little bit which, when he didn't come off that day, I was like, I don't like that yeah. too much. When he first got, when he first tweaked the knee, I was a little concerned yeah. about it. And then they said, no, no, he's all right. He's, he's been a guy that's struggled with injuries the last couple of years. Get him right. Because one way or another, Cody Bellinger is valuable to this team. 
Yes. Period. Like, if he's playing well, he's valuable to help you win. He might be valuable to the future of the team in two ways possible, whether it's the trade or whether it's staying with the, with the team long term. Where do you think... I'm curious what Joey thinks, too. Where do you, what do you think is the highest ceiling for the way he could help this team? In what way could he help the Cubs the most, Bellinger? Obviously playing well is the start of that. Is it, you know what? PCA's coming, but Bellinger is so good, he's an MVP. You'll find a place for PCA, or Bellinger becomes a possibility at first base to yeah. play with Mervis, and or instead of Mervis. We talked, yeah, we talked about that during the game. Um, I, I'll say this. My opinion has always been when you have a, an established major league talent who has shown you what, what he can do, I will always take that over the, yes, I know prospects are fun to follow. Mm-hmm. They get, it gets very exciting because you, you dream on what you think could happen with them. But especially when, you know, let's all open up Cody Bellinger's baseball reference page right now and you look at what that guy did 2017, 2018, 2019, that was a future Hall of Famer. Not just, you know, a good player. I'm, those are Hall of Fame numbers. And yeah, he got hurt and then it's been three bad seasons. But my opinion is if this guy gets right, the Cubs have the chance to have lucked their way into a really, really like franchise changing kind of player because he's 27 years old so he's still young i'm of the mind that if he comes back and his leg is okay and he's he's hitting again you're talking extension with this guy because yeah you either keep him in center field and figure out what to do with pca when the time comes or you move him to first base and just make him your first baseman because all i know everybody loves matt mervis i was a little lukewarm on the guy before he got called up he hasn't done anything to really change my mind yet. I, I'm, I'm reserving judgment. I'm willing to be patient with the guy. But, again, give me the player who has shown you what he's capable of in the major leagues every time, especially when he's 27 years old. This isn't a 33-year-old. He's 27. Right. Even ex- if you have to pay him a chunk of change, you'd rather invest that in a 27-year-old. Yes. Yes. It's not like you're giving it to a 33-year-old. You could extend him for seven years, and that's still, like, that's a smart contract. Of course, assuming that the leg's okay, he's Well, all, that's all the thing. Things. The injury yes. history right. makes you worry a little bit about it. But not only, is, not only is he a left-handed bat, he's a great defender. Yes, a is a Scott defender. Boris client, as some people in the chat are pointing oh, out. Oh, yeah. Which I don't, I don't think may it's make, be You may make an oh. extension... In, during the season, unlikely, but I think, you know. Yes. Well, right. It, it, I, I, think I believe unless. We're, we're semantics there. Well, the Still extend is, him at the winter meetings. I just, I don't know if he would, if he's signing until he hits the open market. Then, yeah, and then maybe that's, you have to go into the off season. And right, but still, need to do. But yeah, same I think principles. Yeah. yeah I mean, you have an advantage, I think, because you've had him in the building. There's yes. no question. And especially if he, because of how things ended with the Dodgers for him, where, you know, they kind of let him go because he just, the performance wasn't there. If he gets his sort of comeback season in Chicago playing for the Cubs, maybe that warms him just enough to the idea of, I'll stick around here. I, I like what I like what they've got going because there, there's the potential to like, you're going to play with Dansby Swanson for a long time, Nico Horner for a long time. You're, you know, there's pieces here. And if you're looking to the future, you could look at this and say, yeah, I could see, I could see this this team really, you know, getting back to being a regular playoff appearing squad. Yeah, I I hope he's back sooner rather than later. Yeah. Um, because I think not only does he lengthen the lineup, he just makes you defensively so much better. Yeah. So much better. So hopefully that is something that is coming down the pike fairly soon, but to wait and see what the latest update will be from the uh, Cubs. What I want to tell you about is summertime is here, folks. I know it's not meteorologically summer yet, but Memorial Day weekend, this was the best Memorial Day weekend I can remember Beautiful in decades. 
Like as a child, I just remember 50 degrees in rain, 40 degrees in rain. This was every day was sunny. Every day was nice. And now the heat's picking up this week. You're going to want to be outside. You're going to Maybe you want to be in the backyard. Maybe you want to go to the park. Maybe you're going to see your kids play Little League. Maybe you're going on a vacation. Maybe you're going to go to the lake. Maybe you're going to, well, a concert. Maybe you're going to the Swifty concert. You don't want to miss the Cubs game. Take your Fubo TV with you on your, whether it's on your iPad. Maybe I, didn't know your if you were go- like I didn't know if you were going to Shady Rays there for a second. No, 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 no. Going Fubo TV, 140 plus live channels. I didn't know. I thought you might have been going Foco there for for a second. I was all over the place. 140 plus live channels of sports, shows, movies, and news. Stream live TV from any device. Watch the most Chicago sports for the lowest price. Start watching right now with a seven-day free trial. Oh, I love the word free. F-R-E-E. Free trial for seven days. No contract, no cable. No hassle. You sign up and start watching. A thousand hours of cloud DVR included. No extra charge. Watch your local teams while traveling. You got the French Open coming up. You can watch on Fubo. Watch the Cubs, though. Marquee. That's the trick. Fubo TV. They're on it. Use the link in the description to sign up for 15% off your first month of Fubo Pro. Uh, you did the beer chug for Cody. Pinch hitting. How do you like that full pocket Pilsner? I gotta tell you, this is a this is a tasty beer. That's what C- Cody is now switched. I, that's his it's yeah. his go to. Yeah, I do, and I do like a a, a pilsner because that's just especially this time of year. Speaking of summer, yeah, this is a good summer beer. Um, and summer here, summer in your belly. That's right. That's right. Um, and I gotta say that nineteen seconds had a little bit to do with the fact that it was a Goose Island. That's right. 20, but who's keeping track, Jared? Uh, Goose Island is... 19. <laughs> Goose Island, the official beer of CHGO and Chicago's beer since 1988. Their beer roster has the Goose IPA, six-time medal winner, Tropical Beer Hog, another good one, 312 Weedale, the classic, and, of course, the Pocket Pilsner has become a favorite of everybody here at CHGO. Grab ultra-fresh brewery-exclusive beers at Goose Island's Original brew house on Clybourne Avenue in Lincoln Park or from their tap room on Fulton Street in Westtown. Goose Island Beer Company, Chicago's beer. It's more of Chicago than little Goose Island. Barbara says, I remember when you're out with Stucky, your money is no good. Hit the like for a free 3121 Stucky, as Barb always says. You never know what you're going to hear in the chat or on this podcast. Some days I go start talking about Jimmy Carter. The next day, Becky's talking about having Olive Garden for lunch today. And that's Nathan why it's such a, it. that's you. why we're such a family here. We're everywhere. That's right. Conversation can go all kinds of directions. Ron says, Luke, sell me this pen. We also sponsor, made, we missed a sure. uh, super chat here from, from Oh, super from chat Duke. from the Duke. Duke's back. Thank you, Duke. Swept by the Reds, then we beat the Rays. Makes no sense. Where'd it go? Uh, makes no sense. Teams that make no sense don't go anywhere, i.e. doubles. Duke. If you want to bring us down for ten dollars, I'll let you bring us down. For ten dollars, yeah. it's just nice to win one or two in a row. That's right. Where's Hawaiian Ryan? Evil Wax. We're hoping. We're waiting. We're hoping. We're waiting. We're waiting. Hoping tomorrow they go for the sweep matinee at Wrigley. Get your tickets on game time. Justin Steele on the mound. What do you expect from Justin Steele? Last outing was definitely his worst. Yeah, yeah, but he's been good. He has been, and I think, yeah, he looked. He was a little rough his last his last outing. I think what was it, three and two thirds, ten hits. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's ten ugly. hits. There were a lot of hits. But I think you know the conventional baseball wisdom tells you that for any starter, no matter how good they are, they're still going to have some outings where they they, they just get lit up for whatever mm-hmm. reason. One of their pitches isn't working. They're you know who knows. They're seeing their fastball a little right. better. Could be a lot of things. So. Um, but for like they called it for Steele after that start, that was a blip. Um, I don't think there's any reason to think that that was a sign that he's, you know, he's headed for a bad patch or anything like that. So I have full faith that Steele's going to go out there and continue the solid pitching that we've seen from the Cubs during this series. And if ever there was a scenario lined up for you to complete a sweep, it's Justin Steele taking them out. Mid-80s, going for a sweep of the best team in baseball. Summertime vibes in the bleachers. Tomorrow, 
Much like when we bring in Hawaiian Ryan Herrera. There he is, the man, the myth, the legend. Is there a Hawaiian under there? there there's a Hawaiian underneath there. Got a little, ah, little nice. Risk up here in the press box, but earlier it was 80s, sunny. It's like, yeah, you had to bring out the Hawaiian, right? Ryan, what were they saying about uh, Kyle Hendricks after the game? Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, one of the things is it's still like he's still getting there, right? After obviously so much time off the mound, um, maybe still knocking off a little bit of rust. Um, He said he is starting to feel a lot more like himself out there um, mechanically, some of the pitches and stuff. Um, You know, one of the things he said is is he wanted to use the curveball more, uh, but just didn't have the feel for it today uh but i mean overall yeah i think i think it was another step in the right direction in his mind and david ross's mind like they're again he's been is almost 11 months in between starts in the big leagues for him so it's gonna take a little bit of time like we're talking about you know with with a few weeks ago we talked about with tyone right how he had the, the injury went on the il and okay he got a couple starts in like starting to you know just make sure that injury is kind of behind him. Well, yeah, you, you had a lot more time on. That's what Kyle Hendricks missed. So, um, yeah, I, th- I think we're starting to see not every pitch he throws or not every inning um, his sharpest, but uh, you're starting to see those points where you're like, okay, like that's that's Kyle Hendricks. The changeup looks good or something like that. Or, or he's, he's getting the, the fastball down in a way to hitters like he wants to, right? Um, you're starting to see that at like definitely at, at chunks through throughout the game. And it's about – of course, putting it together uh, for the full game. Uh, he went five innings today. Probably would have liked to go a little bit longer, but got it enough. You know, they were it was a tie ball game. They held the Rays, the best team in baseball, to one run. Got it to the bullpen, who was pretty impressive today. Um, yeah, as far as Kyle goes, I think everyone in, the, in, in that, you know, David Ross, Hendricks, uh, all the guys in the coaching staff, like they're, they're confident that Kyle Hendricks is on the right track towards being, like, about as close to Kyle Hendricks as he could get. I don't think we're ever going to see 2015, 16 professor type Kyle Hendricks out there, but like uh, it's looking like he, he's, he's been solid so far his first two starts. He wants to, you know, take that next step obviously and be a little bit better. Um, But what he's giving them right now is like, as far as back end starter type goes like that's, that's what they needed today. And then he gave it to him. Defense was, what the Cubs scripted out this offseason when they put together this team. Like, we saw it with Stroman. He had some good defense. Well, he does a great job on the mound, too. But, like, he got good defense. And tonight, another ground ball guy pitches to contact. You see Kyle Hendricks get a great catch from Seiya Suzuki. Nico Horner with a great play at second base. Like, he may not have the stuff that's going to shut down a team. Like you said, his ERA may not be like one like it was in 2016, but he pitched to the strength of this team when the lineup is the way it's supposed to be, and that was what happened. He got a great defense, right? Yeah, no, very, very good defense. And it's like kind of with Stroman his last couple games. It's, again, like you mentioned, a ground ball pitcher just pitch, like, you know, pitching it and letting the defense do their magic. Right? Like, you have Dansby Swanson and Nico Horner up the middle – like those guys are going to make plays happen. You saw it with Nico, even that first inning, like argue whether or not, <laughs> I think it was um, Franco that got, that slid in home and got thrown out. Um, they didn't overturn, argue whether he was safe or not. But the, the call stood, right? They didn't overturn it. He was out. Um, and so that's Dancy Swanson making a play. Nico Horner had, you know, a, a little deke of, uh, I don't remember exactly what the play was, but right there at second base to stop a guy from going first and third. And then you mentioned Saya. Uh, running down a ball, I think I had like 9.30 expected batting average, something like that. Like we even talked to uh, Mike Talkman afterwards, and he said like off the bat, he, his, in his mind, he looked at it and it was like, ah, base hit dropping in the outfield. Like off the bat, like he, that's what he thought. And, you know, say a great job seeing the ball off the bat, getting a great jump and running it down and, you know, just getting to it before it hits the ground. Yeah, this team is supposed to be built on defense, and I don't think the defense has been as – as good as it, it's needed to be to make this team successful. They've been a solid defense, but as far as what this te- what's going to make this team successful, I think the defense overall maybe has to be better. Um, but like today is one of those nights where you see the potential in, in this defense and you see a guy like Danby Swanson who's probably going to 
be right in the running for a gold glove at shortstop. Nico Horner might be in the running for a gold glove at second base. Like Saya came into, I don't know that he'll ever be a gold glove right fielder in a major league level, but he came in as, you know, Todd as a pretty good defender out there in the outfield. So um, yeah, you're seeing plays and, and games like tonight where you look at it and you're like, that's what the Cubs are supposed to be. That's the defense that they built. Um, that's when, when you have this pitching staff, a bunch of um, soft contact pitchers, that's the defense you need to make that stuff work. And so, yeah, today, Dansby, Nico, Saya, but just like pretty much everyone, really good defense all around. And I don't know what you guys think, but I, I believe Talkman is part of that too. Like maybe he didn't make a spectacular play tonight. You know, it was his bat that actually came through, but he's contributed in multiple ways. And one of them is he shored up that outfield defense a little bit. Like Saya has improved in right field. Um, yeah. I think Talkman's been good, and I will say I don't. I thought he was safe at the plate on on the throw home that they reviewed. I'm surprised it wasn't overturned, but I'm thankful it wasn't because we'd be still sitting here, yeah, we watching the game. <laughs> we might still be waiting for this one yeah. to, to come to an end. But yeah, Ryan, you, you mentioned you guys talked to Talkman after the game tonight. Um, was he asked at all about kind of where the the job that he's done? You know, essentially filling in for Bellinger, but. You know, the guy playing like he deserves deserves consideration even after Bellinger comes back. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's a guy that, like, even a few years ago was playing a lot of games for the Yankees, right? So it's not he's not like a rookie. This is his first time up. Like, he's a guy who's been in the big leagues for multiple seasons and you know, had a little bit of success here and there. Um, yeah, he, he kind of talked about just, you know, go, especially, you know, going up against a guy like Shane McClanahan, right? Lefty on lefty, one of the best players just one of the best pitchers in baseball, but obviously one of the best lefties in baseball Um, and going up against a guy like that. He talked about just, you know, not obviously not trying to do too much, like sticking to the the approach that's been working for him. It's something that David Ross has talked about a lot um, since talkman has been up. It's just like the at-bats that he has. He's comfortable in the box. He's comfortable taking his walks when he needs to. He's not out there trying to do too much. And you can kind of see it and his numbers show it. Like he's been, He's been pretty good since, uh, you know, coming up and, and kind of filling in for Bellinger on both sides of the ball. I think his defense has been mostly good. I think he had one error that we talked about, we talked about like last week or something like that. I don't know if he's had another one, but uh, he's been pretty good on both sides of the ball. Um, and, yeah, he's, I think he attributed that to just, one, having some experience and, and some success at this level, but also, you know, knowing who he is as a hitter, as a defender, um, and, and just – sticking to that and not trying to do too much and not maybe not trying to be Cody Bellinger. Right. Um, and you kind of mentioned being in consideration for you know, when Cody Bellinger's back. Um, I think he's firmly put himself in, on that kind of radar. Right? I think he was on our radar uh, pre during spring training. I remember, I think one of my like preseason roster projections was that he had him as like one of the, like the fourth outfielder um, because the, they were impressed with what they saw in spring like David Ross kind of mentioned how he'd been on this uh, talk has been on the radar since that time, like not just because he didn't make the open day roster, like he was still on the radar. So, uh, you know, he opportunity comes up, he takes it, he's been running with it, he's been doing pretty well. And so, yeah, I think when Bellinger's eventually ready to come back, like we talked about how the Cubs don't really have a fourth outfielder. Talkman's kind of working himself into that fourth outfielder role where it's like, they don't, need to force Christopher Morrell to play an outfield position just to, because they need a body out there, right? Like he, he may, he may be playing himself into that kind of spot. I think that's just like a testament to what he's been able to do since he's been out here. Um, all right, let's get to who he got. Um, interesting showdown. First of all, just about everybody sent in a pick tonight. Um, we had Ryan with Saya, Brendan with Nico, Corey with Hap, I took Wisdom, Jared took Morell, Joey took Mancini, Cody took Gomes. Um, I'm out of it with Wisdom. I would say it comes down to Saya and Nico, Ryan and Brendan, and it's an interesting, it's kind of an interesting one. It is. It's not as easy to pick as, as you might think. Nico with the leadoff home run to kind of set the tone, one for four, the one RBI, the home run. He did strike out once. Had a nice play on that deflected ball off mm-hmm. of the glove of Kyle Hendricks, which I was stunned that he still got the guy at first base. Turned yeah. out to be a big play. Mm-hmm. Saya 
goes two hits, two for three, but doesn't have an RBI. He had the great play in right field. Yes. Now, as great, we were fabulous play. I mean, honestly, both plays were <laughs> both, both of those plays. Ryan's totally unbiased. Both commentary. of those plays <laughs> stick out in my mind as great defensive plays in this game. I thought that that yeah. defense was a key part of the game. I said when Saya came up at the end that if he knocked in a run, he would a hundred percent lock up who you got. Yeah, he didn't get it. So now I'm curious what the chat thinks, what everybody else thinks. I know Ryan's gonna say. Say well, I saw someone say say Yeah, the, I mean, what, the chat. We, what, what do you want him to Talkman, do? But nobody took those, Talkman. None of those balls were close. Like, what, what do you want him to do? He, he has to take that walk. You know, he can't just swing at something. It's still just a walk a on his resume. It's still a yeah. walk. But it's like, it's like, he can't swing at bad pitches. You don't want him to swing at bad pitches just to put the ball in play. I think. And that's, well, that's just me. Well, well so he still got on base. He still got on base three times. I oh. think the, the chat is saying Nico so far. Edward says Saya. One's a lot of, Craig lot says Nico. Evil says Nico. The ones are Nicos too. Say yeah. Oh, All the ones, ones are Nicos. Are, the ones are Nico. All right. It looks like people shot. are going with Nico. I, listen, <laughs> I'm not. He had a good game. He had a good game. They, it's, it's, it's a really close one. We've had a couple real a close call. ones in a yeah. row. Yeah. I would say that the Saya catch was better than the Nico. Yes. Barehanded play over to first, but he did start the game with a lead off homer. Kinda... Come on, lead off homer. Oh. Yeah, and, all right. And Nico's homer, Nico homer, had homer and only one ballpark. So had... the one that, that matters. Really okay, well that yeah, <laughs> that is true. That is true. That's true. Yeah. Hey, my guy Wisdom hit one 111 miles an hour. By the way, I don't know if you guys yeah. saw the Statcast info on the Madrigal home run. No, the, no, it was apparently a literal like tornado out to right field, and that's so he he got one out 88 miles, miles off the bat. 88 MPH off Come the bat. Come on. That is that 325, is apparently. Take what the game gives you. That yeah. sounds like my Little League homer. I once bunted it. They threw it into right field. My mom was a scorekeeper. I got a home run. Yeah, it's a, it is a you home run in the box score. That's all that matters. All right. We'll, we'll give it. Who had Nico? Uh, I think Brandon. 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 Brandon pulls off the win. Uh, any final notes there, Ryan? We got steel tomorrow? Um, yeah. Was Nesky brought up? That, uh, recalled today, Michael Rucker option down. Uh, the plan, uh, it's not very clear how long Hayden Wisniewski will be up with the big league team. Um, but the plan for where, for, for this stint, right? Like a plan for him right now um, is to use him in a bullpen. I think a multi inning role is probably the expectation. It, like it's safe to kind of expect that considering he's still that starting pitching depth. Um, no, got to talk to him a little bit. Uh, he thinks this, you know, this might help him a little bit. One of the things that he talked about earlier in the season was, um, you know, kind of nailing down a, a routine, maybe shortening it, like a, a pregame routine, right? Like, like, like figuring out an efficient pregame routine. Um, and he kind of talked about that in the form of you know, relievers pregame routines are obviously different than starters. Um, so he thinks maybe that there's a, a a part of this where he can kind of look at and, and figure out things that he can probably cut out of his pregame routine. Um, you know, again, make it more efficient, simplify it a little bit. Um, that's one thing that he talked about uh, during his struggles when he was still up here the first time. So uh, I guess we'll see that, but you know, today maybe could have been a Kyle or a, a, yeah, Kyle Hendricks start to a Hayden Wisniewski piggyback. Um, but it also was like, you brought a guy up who had been struggling um, you're facing you're facing the Rays in a one run game, or it might have been a tie game at that point. Um, it would have been a tough spot to put him in, so very understandable that Ross went to some of his other leverage arms, and obviously it worked out. So, um, but we'll see. You know, got to talk. Yeah, got to talk to Wisniewski a lot today, just kind of about wanting to come up here, help the team. Um, so I'm, I'm sure we'll see him at some point. You know, this nine game road trip or whatever it is, like. He'll, he'll pitch at some point. So I'm looking forward to seeing, you know, once, if he doesn't pitch tomorrow, that last game at Wrigley, I'm looking forward to kind of seeing how he's used, what the pitch mix is, if they simplify it at all, and just kind of, you know, obviously how he does on the mound uh, coming back up to the big leagues. Yeah, you're right. Like, if, if we're going to critique David Ross sometimes in hindsight for his bullpen use, then he also should get the tip of the cap in hindsight yeah. to when it works Perfectly like it did tonight. All right, Ryan, you're back at the ballpark again tomorrow? 
Yep. Yes, sir. Sounds good. Uh, thank you for coming in and helping out here in studio tonight My for pleasure. Cody. And uh, thanks, everybody, in the live chat. Make sure you hit the thumbs up on the way out. We got 73 so far. Can we get to 100, please, on the way out? By the way, on the way out, Matthew Gregory agrees with me, which is important. Thanks for checking out the CHGO Cubs podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download the app. Use promo code CHGO when you sign up. We'll be back here tomorrow as the Cubs go for the sweep over the best team in baseball. Until then, fly the W.